Welcome to Sunday Worship at St. Matthew's Baptist Church, led by our senior pastor of over 34 years, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship. Inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and pastor's delivery of the word. It's who I am. It's who I am. 
We are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking Him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus our Savior died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in His hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. I believe you are God the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you've done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on your newfound faith. 
We have a ministry for your entire family. everyone. We'd love to invite you to our online service here at St. Matthew's Baptist Church under the direction of our senior pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Here at St. Matthew's, pastor has been preaching the word of God, rightly dividing it with truth and transparency for over 33 years. We've seen thousands of lives transformed. Even though we're living through an unprecedented time, and even though our church is closed due to the pandemic, we'd love for you to download our SMBC app through your Google Play Store, or through the Apple App Store for real-time live updates. Additionally, we'd like for you to follow us on Instagram at SMBChurchNJ or on Facebook at St. Matthew's Baptist Church of Williamstown, New Jersey. In addition to that, we'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at SMBCTV, where you can learn about our online services, our Wednesday night core Bible studies, and even our Zoom schedules at this time. Finally, don't forget to remain faithful through your giving by tithing online through our church website or by using our SMBC app or by mailing in your tithes to our church address at P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey 08094. Have a blessed day.
the matchless, miraculous, listen, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is King of kings. He's Lord of lords. We praise the name of Jesus this morning for just the person he is. He's God Almighty, El Shaddiah, El Elyon, Amen, M. Kadesh, we thank God for him. He is Jehovah Jireh, listen, the Lord who will provide. And we thank God for all of his provisions. We greet you this morning in his precious name. And truly God is an awesome God. Pray for your pastor and we are excited about our comeback date, May 23rd. Sunday, May 23rd, first service 8 to 9.30, second service 10.30 to 12. And we are looking for dynamic worship, celebratory worship of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because without him, nothing. And I want to say this, wear your mask. We have hand sanitizers. The building will be sanitized. We thank God for you. And listen to the ushers and deacons. They will seat you. So we are excited about coming back together in collective, holistic worship, dynamic worship. Praise the name of Jesus. That's May 23rd. We're coming back after being closed the year. And then we want you to support this ministry. Be faithful to God. Amen. Be faithful to your family. Be faithful. Amen. In your walk. But we want you to give online or send your envelopes in the P.O. Box, 817 Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. Truly, God is an awesome God. Now, this morning, we begin surgery. Our topic is disconnection. Disconnection. I want to deal with this because last week, we thank God for last week, we dealt with pre-sin, Genesis 2, how God had taken had, had, had taken Adam out of the dust, breathed him to the breath of life. He named all the animals. God put him to sleep. Amen. And God took a rib out of Adam and made Eve, his wife, and uh, placed them, amen, in a perfect setting in a, in a garden. And there was one pro, 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 prohibit uh, tree that God told them not to partake of in the midst. All the other trees they could. And, and it's interesting that it was a pre-sin situation, a perfect marriage, a perfect nature, a perfect atmosphere, and now we go post-nature. This is where our problems, amen, come from. Now in chapter 3 it says, Now, verse 1, the serpent was more subtle than any creature of the field. Now you got to understand Satan's, strategy. Lucifer fell and became Satan and Satan was in that garden and strategically he attacked the woman. He attacked the woman not because females are weaker than males but because God gave Adam his direct word. She was an indirect amen factor of his word. And so what Satan did, Satan strategized to, 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 to be subtle and to come in and to attack her, amen, based on who she was. Now, I'm not going to go into all of that, but this post-sinful environment, after she ate of the forbidden tree and gave to her husband, he ate willingly, 
amen, they were guilt-ridden and fearful. Now let me stop Paul's part because in chapter 2, it says they both were naked and not ashamed. Amen. That sin had caused them to become fearful, guilt-ridden, and ashamed. So there are issues here with the fallen nature. David said, I was born in sin, shaped in iniquity. Now, let me deal with this matter of disruption. That is, all of us have experienced disruption. Some of it's providential, uh, amen. Some of it is problematic from our past. The disruptions that we discern inside of us come from problematic places of our past, our experiences, our exposures. And, and so one of the things that we, we begin to see is that from this post, amen, sinful environment that Adam and Eve, the minute they partook of the forbidden fruit, they began to die. Amen. They died spiritually immediately. They died physically later on. They died mentally and emotionally because they had sinned against God. Our sins are the reasons that we suffer. Our, 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 our self-centeredness, our sinfulness, our suffocating of others, the controls, the fears, uh, all the things that we find out that are in us. We're all sinful creatures. We're saved. Those of us that are saved, we're saved by grace through faith. That faith is not yours. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 is the gift of God unless any man should boast. And so one of the things that we see in this context is that it is our humanness, our sinfulness, that causes us conflict inside and out. There are, there are, listen, there are disruptions from three places, and I'm going to deal with that. There are dysfunctions and there are divisions. Those things that are in us, those conflictive areas, amen, that are in us. And, and in marriage, and we're dealing with the union, in marriage, you, you, you and I need to understand that sin and our exposures have affected our reasoning, how we think. You ever wonder why people think the way they think? It has been, listen, it, it has been, amen, afforded uh, by something that they have gone through. Our reasoning, the way we think, is full of guilt, fears, anger, and, and so forth and so on. Uh, the way we reason, the way our relationships go. Our relationships are problematic because we're trying to interface with another sinner. Amen. And what we tend to do is pick them apart and think we're right. We, we tend to look at them as if something's wrong with them, not me. So it affects our reasoning, our relationships, and then it affects our rest. We cannot rest with all this conflict that keeps coming up. And you can read that in Romans chapter 7 where uh, Paul said, amen, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. In my flesh nature, in my own nature. So let's look at uh, these areas of disruption 
And I, I want to I say to all of you this morning that I have had my diet of disruptions, divisions, and dysfunction. How? Amen. Uh, even, even as pastoring for 34 years, I had to go through, and I have a lovely wife. I praise God for her. She's godly. She's good. But we, 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 we've been helling back when it comes to trying to become one, the process of becoming one, because we had so many differences, amen, and, listen, uh, not only dysfunctions and divisions, but disruptions in our lives. Let me stop, pause, and park so that you can pull yourself into this. Stop thinking you're right. That's the first thing. And your mate is wrong. Stop thinking that you've got it together and they, amen, are ignorant of being unified. So the three areas that we're going to deal with first is that, amen, we see the disruption of our history, 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 history. Go back. When I'm counseling people for marriage, I'm always dealing with history. A lot that was in our history causes our present day dysfunctions and divisions, distortions, and disruptions. So, so one of the things that we see in our history, historically, amen, we deal with our makeup, our makeup, our basic makeup. If you grew up in a home where there was condensation, uh, a, a condescending voice, amen. If you grew up and, and, and there was conflict, amen. If you grew up, Lord have mercy, and uh, you've, you've been exposed, amen, to low self-esteem and being criticized, called names, cussing and anger, uh, uh, if you if you grew up in that environment historically, that caused you, as Adam and Eve did, to retreat, amen, out of fear and guilt, and to wrap themselves in clothes with clothes of fig leaves, because they knew they were naked. So historically, we know that we 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 grew up in historically historically our history is that I was exposed to a whole lot of things in the house and out the house, in the streets, in school, growing up, insecurities, amen, uh, a life of, of not feeling valued, not feeling loved, not feeling appreciated, uh, not being hugged, not being kissed, not being complimented. All these historical things caused us to listen to bring about what we call strongholds, amen, and Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians that God wants to take down all these strongholds. These strongholds are self-protective devices. So what we did, we clothed ourselves in fig leaves, and as Adam and Eve did in chapter 3, they hid. They were hiding from God. We hide from God, and we hide from one another, and we hide the secrets of our being. 
So, so understand that if I, if I historically came up, amen, in, in an environment where there was a lot of conflict and condensation, uh, condescension and, and, and a lot of conflict, cussing and anger and bitterness and unfairness and, 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 and whatnot, then it, it, it caused me to respond, react a certain way just to protect myself. So my trust has been affected. My, my, my transference to Christ is affected. And my triumphs are affected. Amen. And, and, and only transformation through the power of the Holy Spirit is going to bring healing to these areas of historical, historical, historical. So people get married, and they get remarried, they get divorced, they get remarried, they marry into blended families and, and battered pasts and whatnot. And, and what tends to happen is that all this conflict that has been resolved resurrects. It comes back. It's what happens to us in conflict is how we respond when it gets hot that is a direct result of these disruptions. So, so if I grew up in, in these negative environments, and all of us have to some degree, and, and uh, you, if they hit you, you hit them back. You know, uh, I, we're learning things that become a part of us. And, 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 and so the whole thing is when God wants to reverse all this through transformation, it becomes problematic, especially in our reasoning relationships and in our sense of rest. So, so, so historically, if I had a... If I had a history of low self-esteem and had a history of, of not feeling loved and faith, it is going to enter into your marriage. Stop being blind. You are not to fight your mate. You are not to blame your stuff on them. They didn't grow up with you. Hallelujah. You were exposed to attitudes, atmospheres, and conditions which were very problematic and disrupted the normal flow of life. I want you to be honest. It's a lack of our transparency that causes us more trouble when we keep hiding like Adam and Eve, when we keep redressing, trying to cover up. It's the great cover-up. We're trying to cover up things that devastated us. So he's dealing with this matter of disruption in, from, our, from, from our history. And I, you know, I've shared with the church, as a baby, I was sick my first two years of life. And that caused rejection issues. It caused abandonment issues. It caused non-trusting of people. I was a baby in the formative years going through pure hell, not understanding what was going on inside of me. And I grew up with those insecurities. Listen, God allowed it providentially for his own glory. Hallelujah. But it, it was uh, not only providential, it was problematic in my reasoning, in my relationships. Amen. And in fact, in my rest. So it was disruption. You have disruptions. You may not be able to put your hand on them. But let me say this to you. 90% of your problems is from your past. It's not your mate. Although they can be problematic, it's not them. 
It's not your finances, although that can be problematic. It's from your past. Something happened in your past that disrupted, amen, a loving life. But secondly, 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 uh, we see the effects on Adam and Eve. And we see the disruptions from our history, but we see the dysfunctions from our hurts. What dysfunctions? Abuse, rape, amen. Uh, uh, all, all those things you don't care to share with people. Uh, unlicited sex. Uh, problems that happen as you were trying to establish something that could not be established by you. And listen, we, we move to the dysfunction from our hurts. A relationship, a man burnt you, a former husband burnt you, a former wife walked out, okay? Kids rejected you. That hurts, hurts. And we, we, we need to sit and identify the hurts we have gone through Amen. Some people have been married two or three times, and they don't want to come to the point that something's wrong with them, that they have gone through relationships that were very problematic, very conflictual, and from that, and they got married too fast. It's called rebound marriages. They went right into another marriage, took all that conflict in, took all that anger in, took all that resentment in, and it's from our hurts that we make bad decisions. It's from our hurts. What has hurt you in life? Maybe you were hurt by a teacher, a professor in college. Maybe you were hurt by a boyfriend, a girlfriend. Maybe you were hurt by your parents. We had bad models. Admit it, we had bad models. My dad was a drunk. My mom was on drugs. My dad uh, did this. My mom did that. There was cursing. There was anger. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I was beaten uh, uh, un, unrighteously. Even, even though I was in church, I, I never cultivated a real close, loving relationship with my siblings, my mother, or anyone else. From my hurts. And Adam and Eve were hurt. They were hurt and put outside of the garden. An angel with a flaming sword protected Uh, them from the tree of life so they wouldn't be damned forever. God in his love put them out. And as they got out, they realized that sin nature was now responsible for a whole lot of devastation. Let me stop pausing part. We all have hurts. We have hurts. I was seven years in the military. I got hurts. uh, You know, I was helped. I was diligent. I was, you know, believed in protocol, believed in in being all that I could be, and learned integrity and character, but but I had hurts, and my hurts were hidden. These hurts many times are hidden from from others, and they are even hidden from us. <sighs> Married couples, I was hurt when you said this to me. We can't take words back. I was hurt when this happened. I, I was hurt. Now, all of your hurts may not be legitimate, and we need to investigate that too. I have a super sensitivity to things that have happened to me that hurt me. 
Lord, have mercy. So as we begin to grow in grace and grow in the power of the Holy Spirit, we not only got to deal with our hurts, we got to deal with our hurts. What is bothering you? What is blocking you? What, what, what is, amen, uh, raging up in you? What do you feel hurt about? And if your hurts and history has nothing to do with your mate, then you're holding an innocent person hostage. You're blaming on them what happened before you even met them. We got to be honest. We can't come off like we're strong and we're Superman. We got to be honest. I'm hurt because of what I've been through in life. I'm hurt because unfortunate things happened to me long before I got married. I'm hurt. What did you do with the hurt? Now listen, hurt and anger are cousins. It's hurt that causes anger. Lord, have mercy. We'll deal with that when we get to the family feud. That is, we have hurts. You know, I've experienced hurts in the pastorate for 34 years. You know, and, and, and hurts in the home, hurts in the marriage. Hurts in what people said to me. Hurts, 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 hurts. If those hurts are not transferred to Jesus immediately and completely, they they remain in us. And they, listen, and they come out a different way. Lord, have mercy. So the fact of the matter is, we, we, we see the history, we see the dysfunction of, of hurts. We, we remember our parents' marriage. We remember the, the highs and the lows. We remember, amen, all the, uh, the hurts that they had to go through. Maybe your dad worked and lost his job and he brought those hurts home. Uh, maybe he was treated unfairly at work and he brought those hurts home. Lord, have mercy. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe he had a, a problematic relationship with his dad or no relationship with his dad. Or, or maybe he viewed his mother as being controlling and that added to his hurt. There are a flurry of things. That's why David said, I was born in sin. Sin has caused selfishness, suffocation, separation, and disruption. Sin, sin, sin in me, sin nature. Amen. And and so nobody sent you or I out in the street to, to date. Uh, 25 women, 25 men, and then you got all this uh, uh, ungodly knowledge of sex, ungodly knowledge of relationships, ungodly knowledge of of living fast and and ungodly lives, and then you get married, and your expectations are in default because you expect now of your mate to resemble something that you had in sin. Oh, I'm preaching. So it's not only the history, it's the hurts. We, we need time for healing in our hurts. Our expectations are affected, affected. Our anger has never been resolved. Our low self-esteem has never been dealt with. Our confidence has never been dealt with. I'm operating on the past. I'm operating on the problem of my hurts. 
Lord have mercy. Now, let me stop pausing part and we'll get to this. But in marriage, something can take place 15, 20 years ago that you think you're over and you're not over. Your mate may have misprioritized your marriage. Your mate may have said something to you that's devastating. Your, your mate, amen, may have left and come back and you did not really deal with the voids. We're human. We mess up. We make mistakes. There's none righteous, no, not one. And I may be hurt from something that happened to me outside of my home. Hmm. So there is the dysfunction, and it causes me to become dysfunctional. Dysfunctional means that now I am not living a life through the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm not living a life that's normal. I'm not living a life. I'm not thinking in my reasoning or I'm not conducting my relationships and I have really no rest because it has caused rebellion, resentment, and resistance in my life. Some of us have all that we're walking around with every day and yet we expect perfection from the other. And we even blame them for our plight. So there, there is the matter of our history, the, the disruption of our history, and, and, and then the dysfunction of, Lord have mercy, of, of, of our hurts. Hmm. How do you know when all your hurts have been dealt with? There should be a rest. There should be a calm. There should be a different way of thinking. Amen. That when I communicate to my mate, I'm not communicating out of anger or resentment or avenge or, or, or having an avenged character. That I'm not keeping score about what happened in my past. That I'm merciful. That I'm giving, I'm loving, I'm forgiving every day. And then finally, not only the disruption and dysfunction of history and hurts, but the divisions of the heart. Now, I could deal with this all day. Our hearts are evil. Jeremiah 17, 9 says, For the heart is, is deceitful above all things. Who can know it? You can't even know yourself because of your heart. Your heart, amen, is crossing you up. Your heart is the seat of your emotions, your intellect, and your will. It's why we were made in the image of God, how we were made in the image of God. And so the heart, which is deceitful, the heart, which wants to keep persuading you, there's nothing wrong with you, your heart and my heart, amen, which has been affected by sin to the point that we are, we, we are not even understanding what's in our heart. Well, I love you with all my heart. No, you don't. Well, you know, uh, 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 in my heart, amen, I'm trying to do the right thing. No, you're not. The heart, the heart, the drumbeat of my soul is not functioning right. And only Jesus can change your heart. Only Jesus can come in and deal with your hearts. 
your hearts, your minds, your wills, your words, your walk. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. And so what we have is that until the Holy Spirit takes control of our history, our hurts, and our hearts, we don't have peace. Peace is when God makes everything cease. That's problematic. Jesus was on the boat. Storm rose up. He said, peace be still. Peace is what I want. Be still is my command. And the, and the Bible says the ocean came to a calm. And the disciples said, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the sea obey him. Peace. If you want peace in your reasoning, relationships, and in your rest, you've got to give God your history, your hurts, and the condition of your hearts. Lord, it's not all the other person. A lot of this stuff is me. It's me. It's me. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. We look at post-fall. We see fear. We see fracture. We see them afraid. They're hiding. They're redressing themselves. We see all of these things going on in their lives because of sin. My sin has disrupted my marriage. My sin has disrupted my reasoning. My sin has disrupted my relationships. My sin has disrupted my rest. I keep putting up these strongholds, protecting myself, persuading myself. It's not me. When we get to the blended family, it's going to require much more work. Because now you're taking in kids that are not yours. You've got to build boundaries. You've got to have understanding. You've got you, you to initiate love to everybody fairly. But you and your wife or your husband in a blended, in a blended situation, you, you gotta have marching orders to go forth and you gotta make everybody else respect them. You cannot have a blended family marriage when you don't want nobody to touch your child, you don't want nobody to holler at your child, you don't want anybody to correct your child. You, you can't have a blended family. You cannot have a blended family marriage when you're selfish, self-centered, suffocating, insensitive, mean-spirited, nasty, you got to come back to the cross. Everything permeates from the cross. At the cross, hallelujah, at the cross, where I first saw the light. Amen. You got to see light, the light of the Lord. You've got to know that only Jesus can bring healing. So this morning, do inventory. Understand why you are disconnected. Disruption from your history. Dysfunction from your hurts. Listen, divisions from your heart. David said, Lord, create in me, Barah, a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me. So this morning, we want inventory. Stop defending yourself. Lord, I'm a sinner. I'm messed up. I need help. I need healing. I need you right now in the name of Jesus. 
our Christ. You can be saved this morning, believing that Jesus died for your sins, confess him, ask him to come into your life and save you, believing he died, was buried, and rose again with all power in his hands. He's God's only begotten son. He's the son of God. Listen, hallelujah, he's worthy. And then remember, we're reopening May 23rd. We want your face in the place. 8 to 9.30 first service, 10.30, 12 second service, wear a mask. We got hand sanitizers. When you come in, you will be seated by the ushers and deacons. Obey their voice so we can stay space. We love you. Jesus is Lord. Have a great day. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form. Ten.